Yo, I feel like this generation got a hella easy. Back when I was in high school, like, um, I had to sit, I had to, like, I couldn't even afford to go on a senior trip. Nowadays, these kids get to go to Fright Fest. They get to go to, like, colleges and shit like that. I couldn't even afford nothing and shit like that. You know? Back to But I, I don't know if it's, like, a wage difference or, like, if it's an age difference. Because I feel like this generation just got everything easy. Everything. You know what I'm saying? Like. <clears throat> no, I also feel like, though, the fact that it's so much. It's, it's, it's easier, right? Mm-hmm. But we getting lazier. Not we. Don't say we, because I'm not getting lazy. I, I persevere no matter what. This generation get lazy yeah. OD. Yeah, but they all get lazy. Because the fact that everything is, like, right there to your, to, is to your accessibility. Like, it's right in your hand. You can just scroll all day. Yeah. But the fact that we get so much into information, too... We might not comprehend all of it. I feel yeah, like that's how I feel that, that's, as more generations come up, you lose some type of information. You lose, like, you know, something essential. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. Mm. Like, morals change through Oh, yeah. Because even when we were younger, like you were saying, when I was younger, we didn't, we was not thinking about girlfriends and stuff like that when I was in middle school. <laughs> now these kids are thinking beyond that. <laughs> Yo, I feel like when I was younger, the my the greatest thing on my mind was how am I gonna be a ninja? Nowadays, <laughs> nowadays you got kids. <laughs> nowadays you got kids trying to trying to not be a ninja, but something else to start with an N word. Like oh, yo, they trying to they trying to be popping, pop locking. You know, they trying to be all up in there. They trying just, to be tough rather than smart. Rather yeah. Than it ain't it. But why do you think so, though? Well, uh, I don't know. It's, it's like... Do you think social media got an influence on that, though? You could say that, but then people could also be like, oh, it's violence in, t- in games and it's uh, TV shows perpetuating stereotypes. I can't... You can't blame one thing, you know? But social media does play a part because there are some people online who will portray, like, you know, big, tough people mm-hmm. and they, they out there shooting and all that type of stuff. Yeah. And... You know, you're not even like that. You know what it is? I blame like the parents and stuff, the guardians, because it, they are the one who letting like the kids consume like those contents and stuff like that. They're not basically controlling like, what they watch, what they see, like basically what they watch. Because internet is open out there, it's really open. You can search anything in the internet, you see it. So, yeah. like, you, you know, got... but you know how problematic it is for you to blame parents. Parent, like mm. it's like saying, oh, um, it's like you having a dog, mm-hmm. and your dog constantly poops on the floor. Okay, mm-hmm. are you gonna blame yourself for your dog doing that? You tried to give him the training. You tried to tell him, yo, don't do that, okay. and then the dog still too. does that. I see so, what you're saying. I see what you're saying. So here's the point. Here's my point. You the one who buying the Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. You the one who buying the iPad. Who buying the phone? It's like you can't mm-hmm. stop buying the Wi-Fi or you stop buying the um the iPad, the phone. See? Well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Is it your fault, though? Because yeah. think about it. That kid gonna go to school regardless. His friends gonna have that. They gonna show him that. What you about to homeschool a kid? He's gonna be expo- exposed to it regardless. So you can't the blame... Time, it can't be them. It could be the environment they're in. Yeah, but you but can't they, always blame the parents. If you send the kids home, right? Exactly right, because you're spending the first two years of the ki- with the kids. Mm-hmm. So if you train them right, when they go to the school, they know how to act. It, it might not be anything about training again. Like like my bro said, like Haru said, you know, 
it's they go to school. They expose they expose to kids who already do stuff like but that. It's always about the training. If you're somebody is huh? somebody if you somebody's well tra- trained, they, they're not going to the school to get the training. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're not gonna t- tell me how I'm gonna act because I already know how to act for my parents. You see? Yeah, but sometimes you don't understand. You don't understand because look, certain ages they get to, they feel like, oh, I don't have to listen to my parents no more. I can do right. whatever I want. But right. sorry, my it, friends doing whatever. The key word you said, certain ages. So the first two years, the kid don't act up. They don't be like, oh yeah, I don't want to listen to you do this and that. That's when the kid is almost like they start developing their mind. Logically, yeah, exactly. That's when you start like showing them to do stuff. So stuff. when when is it the kid's fault? Because you're saying it's because the parents raised in a certain way. When is it gonna be the kid's fault? When is it gonna be? It's still the parents' fault because they could train the kid when so they grow up. So if the kid is no, twenty, no, no, no. if a person is twenty-two, that means it's still their parents' fault that they out there doing drugs and stuff like that. Yes. No. What? That is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know why? You know why? Because look, the kid makes his own decisions. No matter how much you a great parent, that kid's still gonna make the choice I gotta do right or wrong and they can choose whether but they gonna do it right thing, or wrong. Here's the thing, Paul. One thing one thing I really wanna say is that it's probably nature over nurture. It's the environment that they're in rather than how they're raised. If mm. uh, so say for example, say for example, you just a mom the point. No, nah, but I'm saying, but I'm saying, say for point. example the environment when they was born until they get two years old. That's the environment they in. That's when they get the training. That's what I'm saying. So you're telling me if a, so you're telling me if a mom who raises their kid well, yeah. who teaches them all the right things, but if that kid is raised in the ghetto, he's gonna end up bad anyway. Repeat that. If a mom who raises her kids well teaches mm-hmm. teaches them everything that they're supposed All to do, the teaches them mm-hmm. the right morals and everything, but mm-hmm. they're still they're raised in the ghetto, do you think they're gonna still be a bad kid? No. So where's the call? I can't say that because no, no. I know some people that parents are great parents. They they pray, they go to church every Sunday, all that, but they kids still violent because so they kids make certain you see, decisions you see, to you hang out with certain people. Stuff. Did they understand what they was doing? Did they understand why they're praying? Did they understand what you see? Wait, so now we're talking about religion. We're not talking about religion. I'm just saying, give me an example, and I'm going off what he gave me. You can't give me an example, and I saw you. Mm-hmm. A big kid grow up in the ghetto. Mm-hmm. If the kid was taught what's wrong and what's right from the house, mm-hmm. when you go out, you know what's wrong, what's right. Now, selling drugs is not right. You got to work hard for your money. But look, you got to think about it. It's still peer pressure out there, it's still other factors. That parents don't even teach their kids certain things. Wait, they so they could teach them right from wrong, but sometimes parents, some parents don't know how to um, nurture their kid a certain way to make certain decisions. But there's all these programs out there, especially in the United States. Some people don't have access to those programs because the communities they live. You got so, to think like that. You you make so a it good could point. Be the environment. <laughs> you make a good point, but at the end of the day, it's like I don't fully believe it's gonna be the parents' fault. I believe that a kid makes their choices. Like, for example, I'm not going to say no names, but I got a family member mm-hmm. who who um, I swear up and down that I've took care of this kid for a minute. Mm-hmm. I make sure he was on the right path. Mm-hmm. It doesn't stop him from doing the stuff that he's done. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> following his desires. so does that, so does the blame fall on me? Does the blame blame fall on my family member? That's, that's his like parent. Mm-hmm. Okay, don't take this personally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But do you know what's right and what's wrong, what you need to teach that kids? What's that 
amicators experience outside the world because all that have effects how you're gonna teach the kid how to teach i mean the kids gonna understand the real world mm -hmm. you make a you make a great point you do it's like what what is my definition of right and wrong between what's the real definition of right yeah, and wrong from him but but from from what i from what i would say is that having um having um what's it called Having my experiences and explaining my experience to him, I can at least have him realize what right and wrong is mm -hmm. before he does things that That's he does. You could tell him right and wrong, but you don't have the control of the how he comprehend it. Yes. So that's what so I'm I, that, the, my, my thing is, is that I'll try hard to at least explain my okay. situation so that he understands, okay. so he can see right and wrong for himself. Yes. <laughs> I totally agree with you. That's why everybody's different. Some people learn things visually. Some people learn things from hearing. Audio, yeah. So, so you yeah. gotta understand how you're gonna teach a kids. It's not just uh, having the kids you in the world. You have to know the kid then. That's you have to have yeah. know the kids, exactly. But the but thing he, is, certain yeah. parents will probably like teach them a certain way because they used to teach them that structural way, but that see, kid might not understand it that way. Yeah. You know. I'll be honest with you. I grew up. I didn't grow up in this country. I grew up mm -hmm. in back home in Africa. Mm -hmm. The environment is totally different. I see it from. I see it from a different view. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Over here in America, everybody working, everybody going to school. There is no way like they can raise the kids when they get home. They tired. That's one issue. Can, when when can I'm, we talk about how like the difference in poverty is over there and over here, it's totally different. The poverty, like the the level of say for instance poverty in America, mm -hmm. is different from poverty in India. How how do you say? How do you think? though like explain oh, how's the poverty different because i got a friend right that lives in india he was saying like poverty here you will have like ten dollars in your name or whatever yeah but the currency level is much higher than the currency over there right so that ten dollars is equivalent to way more over there but here's the thing people say that people think oh when you exchange the money from like ten dollars you get like a hundred rupees nah, for example just yeah. give you an example mm -hmm. what that ten dollars what that ten dollars can get you in this country is the same thing that that ten dollars can get you in that country no it's just inf inflation let me give you another example right. for example when you go to some country in africa mm -hmm. um I think it's Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. For they example. have a billion, I mean, a trillion dollar bill. Oh, yeah, they definitely do. Exactly. Yeah. So that trillion dollar gets you anything. It's, when you exchange your money, you got one dollar to a trillion dollar thing is a lot of money. But in reality, it's just one bill. It's the same thing. One dollar, one trillion dollars. It's just inflation that is bringing up their money. Bringing it up. It's, it's the same thing. People don't understand. They're just looking at the numbers. <laughs> While talking about inflation, how do you think that affects the generations now? Because do you think in the future that the money that we have now will it become worthless and will it be all digital money or do you think that like like the prices of everything will go up and that kids will have to make more money exactly. so their minimum wage will be different from our minimum our wage. wage yeah so the way money works if you understand like basic economy mm -hmm. so money will always go down money will always lose value mm -hmm. because it's not backed up by anything yeah. Like before, it was backed up by gold. Gold yeah. prices is like a little stable than yeah, money. Yeah, much stable, yeah. yeah, money value is just what is inside our head. Yep. Now, it's, our just, yeah, it, yeah. it's just piece of paper. So, like, yeah, like you said, like money will always go down, it lose value. So the so the value of like paper money will go down, but yeah. like copper, steel, gold, and stuff like that. That will, that will always, never go away. Too. That will never go. Don't no, say never go away. But that's more like it's going to last longer because yeah. it's a physical thing, you yeah. know? Money is physical, but 
You can just rip it and it's lose all its value. <laughs> like, if you rip a hundred dollar bill, I heard um, one person say that like America. That's why make America like a great country because they're the one in charge of the dollars. Mm -hmm. For example, they can ship. They can take one dollar. They yeah. can print out like dollars and ship it to Germany and get goods from Germany. Mm -hmm. What they did, nothing. They make up the money from the from the air. That's true. And they get good in exchange. So another example for like um the dollars from the 1980s, like the 80s. 1700s mm -hmm. and the dollar that we have today is two different dollars because 50 cent that sum probably is like maybe 50 dollars yeah, in our true. era because yeah yep. the inflation era, will always inflation will increase and the value of money will always go down It'll always go down yeah so in your honest opinion do you think that this generation is doomed if we did, no they're not doomed here's why i say they're not doomed every generation is different this generation do love money more than any other generation play that much. Yeah, you can say that, but in reality, that's not true. Because everybody got their what? Everybody love money. No, but this generation... Listen, let me finish my point. There is a, there's a different way of getting money. Mm -hmm. Money today, you can make money easily. Yeah, it's more Especially here in New York City. You can go out and do deliveries and make a hundred bucks a day. Easy, but back back in like 1700s, I'm not trying to go far, but just... not even too far. You could go back in the yeah. You even have the You don't have that, yeah. That is true. You had to work for the restaurant. You had to, you know, make sure you got that application you pack everything. bags in the supermarket. Yeah. yeah. A couple of dollars. Exactly. So, so yeah. but yes, I feel like this generation has way more access to things mm -hmm. than we had because. Back in the day, like when I not not even that far back in the day, when I was in high school, mm -hmm. I had to sit there and fill out I had to fill out so many applications yeah. to work a job and I had to do the interview. But nowadays kids can like they have access to more programs, they have mm -hmm. access to this, that, and the fifth, which helps them like be able to work. Mm -hmm. So I say this. Um with any like um good thing come with responsibilities. Mm -hmm. I feel like we're not teaching, like, I'm alone enough, like, how to handle this responsibility. It's too many options out there. Mm -hmm. Which one is the right option for me? You hey, people, people is getting lazy. Well, you know, like, is. I yeah. feel like the right option for you is to go back on that boat and help out your country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the option. You got to take it for me. I'll hop on the boat right now. One question I have, too, is the fact that we have so much options, that probably makes it hard to just choose what you want to do. That's what I'm saying. There's that too is, many options is. out there Definitely. that make people lazy. They'll be like, oh yeah, there's like, too many options. If I don't I do? have this one today, I may go to the other Rather than it being narrow get, and get like lazy. you only got two choices, yeah. like, oh yeah, I have to pick one of these. Or it's only yes. one. Like, for example, like there was only one college mm -hmm. in the whole country. Mm -hmm. People try to get into the college or be competition. That's yeah, what makes people great. So do you think that having too much options is a pro or a con? It depends. It depends on the person. All right. So you said depends on a person. What do you mean by that? So it's, it depends how people view the world. Mm -hmm. If you have so many options, for example, like if I want to go home right now, I can book a Lyft, Uber. I can call a taxi. I can, you can do drive it. yourself home. Yeah, I can drive my self home. So, you see the options? No more chauffeur in New York City, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's back to though. Yes. At first, you either have to walk, ride a bike, or a bus, or, or train. But even yeah. trains that recently came out after the war. I think World War Two, I believe, in 1920. That's from yeah. The time when um uh, when we have um which what they call that uh, period of time when basically we went home. Yo, it was the Great Depression. Oh, no, 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 no. Before then, 
the Renaissance? Not the Renaissance. The Industrial Age? Yeah, the Industrial, the industrial Re Revolution. That's when, they, that's, Revolution. When they, that's when they created the um, like trains, the train, like, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I was going about how they built the bridges, like how deep. Yeah, sometimes you look at the bridges. How many like, people die when they was building the Brooklyn Bridge? It's a lot. I was a lot of people died because I remember when I was back in high school, they was talking about this. Damn, I was... When so, you guys were kids, were, quick question, when you guys were kids, did you have to walk the Brooklyn Bridge? No. I didn't grow up with you. Nah, so when I was a kid, I had to walk the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah. And oh my God, for my big old ass, <laughs> I honestly could not take walking from one, from Brooklyn oh. to Manhattan. Because the bridge was shaking? It, no, it wasn't even shaking. Oh, that's not Nah, that's I just, right? Yeah, you it know, difficult as soon as I stumped, everybody <laughs> fell into the water. And, you know, I had to, you know, swim to shore. You had to fix that every day after him. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be like, oh yeah, the guy coming, it's Sony, so let's wait for him. Right, he's like, bye. So, so there's that yeah, so you know. So yeah, and, so, and when we used to fall into the water, we would see Ibrahima in the boat, and yeah. we, we would say, "Can you help us?" And he said, "No." He yeah. said, "No, I'm coming from Africa." Yeah. See, Africa is smart. We in the boat, he's in the water. We in the boat, he's in the water. Yeah. But yeah, joint industry, sure revolution. That's when Manhattan became a great. Place so basically, there was no like Manhattan is just a fucking it's just an island. Excuse my language, right? it's just an island. There was no way to connect it, so that's when like they build the bridges and stuff to make people go there to do yeah, marketing. One part to another, one borough to another, yeah. So, so it was like all the whole bo boroughs connect to Manhattan basically, but not physically connected. So they connected the whole borough, so it made it easy for people to travel there to do um sell and buy goods. So that's when our momentum became up there, yeah. Now the way even America developed so fast, like let's talk New York specifically, it, de it developed fast, even from the 70s. You know how much sky rises and high buildings we have now from them? Yeah, the sky, like, I believe that, um, you know, I, I believe that, you know, with everything going on, it's just, it, it's becoming better. Mm -hmm. With all the sky rises and everything, I, I... I disagree with you, man. Why? Because in no way, like, uh, in no way, we building more buildings is making the earth a better place. Mm. We may making a better, better place for today, but tomorrow is not the case. Because everything that goes up have to come down. Question. Do you think that's why people are dying at a younger rate? Because of the fact that these high high buildings, well, all this technology, all this radiation in there. Here's the thing, too. I will answer this question with this. Um, I give you this answer. Is radiation. Mm -hmm. Human human bodies will always adapt. Human bodies will always adapt to to the environment. So if it is a radiation, the human body will learn how to deal with it. Yeah, but I'm it's, saying it's, like it's, it's, is you that learn to adapt eventually. Mm -hmm. your, your body will learn to adapt. Apologies. I just feel like with everything going on, the future generations they will adapt to like their environment. Mm -hmm. They'll adapt to the high rises and you know the. I'm not saying they're but, all going to become super people. But think about it. Many people I feel like not going to adapt as much. Because of the fact that we so we so stuck to these devices, so they are not learning the way that people so, before learn. So here's the thing: actually experience. You confuse Haru. Sorry, I don't like. No, I, no. I get it. Elaborate. <laughs> so the human body and the the actual person two different things. Mm -hmm. The human body can operate like its own, like they say, conscious mind, mm -hmm. unconscious mind, and the person that 
the other, the person dies in the body is differently from the body, basically. So the the body can adapt to the environment while the person is not adapting to the environment. That's true. That's you true. you can. But you feed your body. <laughs> Whatever you put into your body, that's what it's gonna put. But out. you know, your body also reacts to the environment. Your body has like basically, I'm not saying sense yeah, your body like no one's yeah. are like is like collecting data from the environment. Mm-hmm. Like, say, for instance, you might get in a situation. Yeah. You don't feel your body will get, like, frostbite or something because it knows something's happening. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Like, some kind of animals, when they, like, some birds, when they know there's, like, a tornado coming, they will know, like, a yeah. couple of days ahead or a couple hours ahead, so they move away. It's their body's collecting um data, but they know how to, to access that data. But as humans, we don't have, like, we don't, we don't know how to access those, like, data from our body, basically. I feel like you have to tap in. You, you could. You could do it. Yeah. But it depends. I feel like you got to know yourself more. That's true. The more you know yourself, the more better you're going to feel the environment. Feel it's me. not about knowing yourself. It's a great divide, uh, Haru. There's a great divide between the conscious and the unconscious. The conscious and subconscious, I know. You cannot be conscious and unconscious at the same time. You can. Exactly. So it's, it's really hard for you to tap into the other information. For example, your breathing. Your breathing. You cannot mm-hmm. control it. It's you like can't. only if you think about it, then yeah, you like control. <laughs> so imagine you have to control all this. Like you have to regulate the temp- your body temperature and all of that. So do we have any facts to really back up like all of these like things that we're saying? Yeah, like that... the between the conscious and the subconscious mind, like you're talking about. You know. Um. So I feel like <laughs> I feel like um when it comes to future generations, um. We don't, we can always make assumptions, but we don't know the end results. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing I really think that uh, most of us can really, we could predict like, oh, it's going to have this, that, and the fifth. Just like if you ever seen Back to the Future, they they predicted that we were going to have flying cars by now. Yeah. And we were going to have like, In which uh, I think it is some, yeah. you know, there, there probably are some, but we can't get too deep into that conversation. But <clears throat> Like, they think that, oh, we're going to have, like, holographic things. And some of those things that they predicted, it has come true, but mm-hmm. other things they haven't. So trying to predict how the future is going to be is going to be a very difficult thing. So back to what we were talking about, though. Um, for all these subconscious and conscious minds, do we have, like, real facts and, you know, real things to really back up what we're saying? Get some water real quick. All right, so right now I think I think we're just gonna you know take a break. Um, this was a really cool episode. Uh, Oprah Willie. Yeah, I feel like sponsored by Adidas. No, <laughs> so, that's true. I did that so yeah. I did that. So I, I want to thank everybody so for I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Yo, we gonna have a next episode hopefully by next Friday. Thank you. Um, have a good one, y'all. Thank you so much.